0: Here's the 3-0 pitch. Ball four, way outside. Look at Corning hustle down to first base. Wait a minute. He's rounding first. He's trying for second. Cates Chuck scales to throw down. And here comes
1: scales. And a cutout The, the plate. Safe at home.
2: Safe at second. Oh, my.
0: Take it away, E-Doom.
1: Okay, welcome to the Cone Podcast, which is a socially distanced episode six. Joining me, as always, Commissioner Tyler Bauman and our week six I guest, right Joe Duvall. Say hello, boys.
0: Hello out there in podcast land.
1: How's it going, league? Hope uh, everybody's taking the playoff run, getting ready and down to the nitty gritty here. You will notice that uh, the sultry tones of Joe are clear and crisp, and Tyler and I joining over the phone. Um, That's just the way it is this week, so Joe, we're glad to have you on. We're obviously very tight, but not everyone knows you, so let's get down to it. Yeah, let's get down to the normal questions. We're going to start off, like always, give us a name, age, occupation, tell us a little bit about your family, where you live, stuff like that.
0: All right. My name is – my full name is Joseph John Duvall. Uh, You can call me Joe or Joey if you want. I don't care. No one really does. Uh, My age Um, is – sometimes I call myself Joey, but I don't feel good about it. Um. My age is 31. Fuck. Right? 32? No, I'm 32.
1: That's, that's not right. I'm 32.
0: Yeah, go. Oh, God. I think Just I feel...
1: Out on whatever doing. Uh,
0: it's, it feels a lot worse than 32. So I guess I'll take it. Um, occupation. I am a communication specialist for the Oklahoma Education Association. Previously... Uh, worked for the arkansas education association 479 um my job's basically i don't know i think of like tom haverford when uh they're trying to make water cool and fluoride and parks and rec and they have to spice it up and they do like tea dazzle or whatever it's called i'm just trying to make people realize public education's good you know something that used to be win
1: this blue teacher
0: I mean, I thought this was just widely known, but apparently we have to remind people now. But yeah, uh, my family, uh, my mom is Darcy, formerly uh, Dorothy O'Grady. She's from New Jersey. She's awesome. She's a former teacher. My dad was a former teacher also. He's from Oklahoma City, David Duvall, not the golfer, uh, although he did sign an autograph for, uh, he was at Southern Hills for the US Open. When, what year was that, Tyler?
1: 2001, I believe, maybe 2000
0: or 2001. Yes, he was there in Tulsa and some kid uh, wanted David Duvall's autograph. And my dad was like, hey, I'm David Duvall and literally signed this kid's, like, I don't know what it was, some sort of golf book. So good. that's a keepsake for that kid. Um, My sister is Kate. Uh, She lives in Nashville. Uh, My brother is Drew. She used to be married or he used to be married to Kate. But now he might be single and ready to mingle. I don't know. We need to get him on a podcast and see what's going on there. Um, Their son is my nephew, Declan, who is just amazing. He's the best nephew in the whole world. He's adorable. Check out the pics. Uh, My wife is the beautiful Tabby. Uh, We have been married for five years. Um, But we've been together since like our junior year of high school. We met in drama class. So... Uh, she has a whole big family. Uh, we have a niece on that side, Millie, who's also adorable. I love being an uncle. It's the best. Um, that's it. That's what I got.
1: Much better than much better than being a dad and having all that responsibility.
0: Zoom calls with the niece and nephew are like, uh, although we don't really do Zoom with the niece, but those kind of interactions are great birth control. They're fun times, but then you get to hand them back. There's peace and quiet afterwards.
1: Oh. Is Drew uh, the only dad, dad in the league? <laughs>
0: Is Drew the only what?
1: Is he the only dad in the league? Riley. Oh, Riley. Riley. Riley and Drew. Is that Ooh. it? Those are the only two I know of. I don't. We don't know the Arkansas guys all that well because we've only had two of them on the pod. Um, you uh, gave a much longer family history than most people. Sorry about that. Uh, no, that's fine. That's, that's great. You know more about show. It's interesting. It's interesting. You led with your mom and now your wife. That
0: is a little strange. Uh, She's sitting right next to me, but she can't hear you guys, so um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's interesting Uh, at all.
1: How about some relationships with your league members, other league members?
0: Well, I mentioned Drew, uh, who's my brother from another mother. Um, There's also you two, Tyler Bauman and Wes Moody. Um, We played some baseball together back in the day in high school along with uh, Riley Cummins and Billy Dyer. Played some ball at Norman North High School. Um, am I missing? Oh, Connor. Uh, I know you know Tyler's little brother. I've been beating him in video games since he was coming out of the womb. Uh, video games, other games, just stuff in the yard, basketball. Uh, I'll beat him in cones eventually. I'll beat him in trades. Um, his friend, uh, Kwitski, one of the Kwitskis. Uh, I've dealt with them for a while with baseball and whatnot, so I'm used to beating Connor and his friends. I think that's it. Did I miss anybody?
1: Probably Riley. Oh, did you say Riley?
0: Yeah. Baseball. Actually, I've known Riley the longest. Riley and I have been buds since kindergarten back at Roosevelt Elementary School, so.
1: All right. Uh, so how about some sports accomplishments? Tell us a little bit about your sports history.
0: Well, I, uh, I, oh man. About
1: your base running.
0: One time I stole second with the bases loaded and nobody got out and we scored like two or three runs on the play. So that's an accomplishment. Uh, I beat Wes in pickup football like, I don't know, every Thanksgiving, every turkey bowl. Uh, the other week, the other Saturday, I had a little Mahomes Mayfield sling and duel and I was Mayfield on that one because came out with the victory. Um, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Far less
1: stats, though. So, yeah, that's, that's about right. I think, I think that's good. Yeah, I'm the Mayfield. I'm the Mahomes to your Mayfield. I like that.
0: I mean, I got the yeah, I the number one overall pick. I got the quiche. Although, I guess never mind on, that, never mind on the quiche. Mahomes <laughs> got a pretty nice little second contract. Uh, I hit a home run off of Riley Cummins in a fall ball game in high school. Change up. Hung it. Out on the front foot. Didn't matter. Strong arms. Put over the left field wall. Uh, I don't think he that's liked
1: it. Uh, that's a pretty salty league history interaction note. Yeah. Better oh, that's pretty good.
0: Has anybody else hit a home run off uh, somebody else in the league? Bang. Uh, nope. I, 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 was, think,
1: uh, I think I pitched against you a few times, and I hit you almost every single time just because.
0: Yeah, I think I was like one for one against you with nine hit-by-pitches or like one for two. And I think my one hit, I yeah. hit it back at you, and it hit you if I recall. So, that's all right. An eye for an eye. I was a spelling bee champ in eighth grade. Um, Tyler and I were on an academic meet. We were where we won a championship there as academic champions.
1: What are your C team academic city champs?
0: So I don't know. I got I got accomplishments all around.
1: Well, the next question is most embarrassing, but I think you listed that with your uh, stealing second with the bases loaded.
0: Most embarrassing. Any
1: other embarrassing moment? Yeah, <laughs> here's an embarrassing one. Uh, before we knew each other, we went to different middle schools. We were playing in a B team basketball game, and Joe chipped my tooth <laughs> by fouling me in a basketball game. <laughs> and we didn't know it until like junior year of high school, when I told him the story about man. This one time, I was a kid, we were playing B team, and it was punk, he like chipped my tooth, and Joe was like, "Oh yeah, I think that was me."
0: <laughs> I fly through the lane, elbows first, and flailing. And then the key is to hit the ground no matter what, and slap the floor, and scream out in pain. Yeah. And so, actually, I'm causing the most damage through the lane, chipping teeth, but I get the foul call every time.
1: He was he was James Harden before James Harden existed.
0: Yeah, James Harden he looked like literally, a fat Seth Rogen, a fatter Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very accurate. Yeah, for those uh, who, when you're playing Joe or trading with him, and you're like trying to picture. Seth Rogan's a pretty good celebrity lookalike.
0: It seemed like Brian McCann had a baby, yeah.
1: and then that baby, <laughs> <laughs> that baby, uh, and a uh, Ryan Gosling
0: see. baby met. And, uh, I no, I don't know.
1: He said that one, but it's not true. It was
0: a softball catcher said that one. Said I looked like Ryan Gosling. So I've also heard uh, Louis Anderson. So full spectrum.
1: Ben Roth, how about might the uh, favorite? Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger is pretty close too.
0: With much less rape.
1: How about how about the Hangover story? Yeah, lookalike Hangover story. You want to tell that one?
0: Uh, is that a Red Robin and a waitress came up and said I looked like the guy from the Hangover, and I said, "Oh, thanks, Bradley Cooper." She said, "No, the fat one."
1: <laughs> <laughs> me up every time. Uh, one you of you two favorite. guys was the breadstick story, right?
0: Billy was the breadsticks, right? Or, or no, he was trash can.
1: I mean, we were, we were all there, but she roasted Billy.
0: <laughs> Billy was trash can.
1: She, she came up, she came up to Joe and guys "You want more breadsticks?" Oh, yeah. And Joe's like, "Yeah, I'll take some." And she goes, and "She said, I knew you'd want some." <laughs> and then she just like hands me two without asking.
0: <laughs> you know, one time I went to the doctor and he was like, "You need to lose weight," and I was like, "Yeah, doc, I know, I really do need to lose weight." And he goes, you know, no, your numbers are kind of fine. It's more just a cosmetic thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks, Doc. (laughs) Fattened up my room here.
1: This this is not really my medical opinion. I'm just, you know, editorializing. (laughs) Just as a bro. Just doesn't look great. Probably tighten that up. Uh, you, You have any hidden talents?
0: I mean, you guys, I don't know. Not really. If you uh, know me, you know it's not hidden. I can name all the presidents in order. Um,
1: He can do more than that. He knows he's like presidential uh, trivia whiz.
0: Yeah, uh, Patton Oswalt has a saying that some people have uh, monopoly knowledge and some people have trivial trivial pursuit knowledge. And I have trivial pursuit knowledge, which by definition is trivial. It doesn't help me with anything. But yeah, I I know things that are not helpful to me.
1: One time we were playing Monopoly with Drew and I roasted him in a trade so bad and he knew it was coming. I got him to do it anyways. Just thought I'd drop that in. (laughs) It's impressive that he pulled off a trade with Drew because he is the hardest person in the world to trade with. I think that's the last one he ever did.
0: Has anybody (laughs) not made a trade this year in cones? I feel like they've been flying around. I uh,
1: I can't imagine that Drew has.
0: Man, that's got to be like a scarlet letter if you haven't made a trade yet.
1: You make a trade? Yeah, he traded a quarterback. (laughs) I don't remember Drew making a trade. Very on brand.
0: Man, Drew, you got to get on that.
1: I'll I'll look back at it while you're doing your food take minute. Go ahead and give us some of your food takes. And I think Wes and I have a shared food take that we'd like to pitch in here at some point in time. But, yeah, I guess it's my turn to talk. Yeah. Perfect meal and
0: some go-to fast food. Uh, Okay. Um, Perfect meal, really anything with meatballs is good. Um, I like meatballs and rice. That's a family recipe. Spaghetti meatballs, you can't go wrong there. You know, Swedish meatballs, if you like Forrest Gump. You know, meatball sandwich. You know, anything with meatballs is really the perfect meal. Um, Food takes, ranch dressing is gross. Sweet tea is gross. People in Oklahoma do not get that. These things just like I cannot have ranch dressing on anything. It will make me want to barf. Um tea
1: is like lawnmower clipping soaked in water.
0: Well, I like well see yeah, you're saying hot tea. I like hot tea. I don't like sweet tea. Like I don't want it
1: No, I'm saying I'm saying like iced tea. Uh, it like, tastes that's what it tastes like, but then they they put so much sugar in it that it's like, oh, okay, I guess it's
0: good. Sugar high, sugar high, sugar high.
1: Sugar, more, sugar, sugar,
2: and water.
0: Agar, looks like your skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> uh, fast food, uh, I'm, I'm a, kind of a sucker for fast food. Like, I'll eat it all. Um, it's kind of my vice. I, if I cheat on my wife, I cheat on her with fast food. Uh, So I don't know, McDonald's, I'll do it. all. Taco Bell, Canes, um, Chick-fil-A, Freddy's, Freddy's fries with their sauce. Just awesome. Whataburger. Okay. uh,
1: Whataburger or In-N-Out?
0: A Whataburger. I mean, In-N-Out, we kind of talked about this the other day, not on air, but In-N-Out is good for the price. Like they have to talk about the price. It's such a cheap burger that you're like, oh, that's a good bang for your buck. But a Whataburger is clearly a superior burger. I don't know how that's up for debate.
1: In and out is so like fresh, and like crisp and high quality for the price.
0: But yeah, right. the, and the, But the fries are garbage, <laughs> and uh, that's a big deal.
1: Plus, Whataburger has spicy ketchup,
0: which you invented. Spicy ketchup is phenomenal.
1: I did invent it. I called it hot ketchup and failed to trademark it, and I'm forever poor because of it. <laughs>
0: Do you guys have any um, takes on Thanksgiving coming up? Do you have any favorite foods?
1: Yes. I'll, uh, ahead, I'll let Wes share. No, I. we have the exact same opinion here. Okay. And I think, so my hot, I think you're – I'm a little more bullish than you, but go ahead. My hot take is that Thanksgiving food, the traditional spread, is at best okay. You take someone who executes yeah. it to perfection, 10 out of 10, best – and it's still just okay. And I don't understand, like it's a holiday about feasting, and you're having this big meal, and everybody famously talks about oh, I'm gonna be so stuffed. And you choose to eat turkey and mashed potatoes and like a roll. In no other scenario would you want to like a big indulgent meal and choose that. You would go tacos, burger, pizza, wings, steak, anything else, pasta. The world of food at your fingertips, and we're eating. We're eating turkey? Ugh. No, 100% nailed it. That is, the best Thanksgiving foods are the vegetables. Like the corn and the green beans and the asparagus. That's better than turkey and stuffing. I don't get it.
0: You guys, I mean, you're not wrong. It's not the best food ever, and it shouldn't be hyped up. But, I mean, it's still really good. And I'm, I'm coming around on stuffing. Not dressing, but like the moist stuffing in yeah. the butt. The butt stuffing. But the older I get, though, the more I realize ham is the way to go. Like, I'm with you on turkey. I mean, the best part about turkey is the leftovers. Like, what other food is that the case where you're like, the best part of this isn't the <laughs> isn't when you eat it; <laughs> it's later on when you reheat <laughs> Next it up.
1: Day, yeah, yeah, no good. A fri- a fried turkey is edible and decently flavorful. That is the only way that I can consume a Thanksgiving turkey is fried.
0: The best way is the leftover you know- white turkey. Sandwich with like mayonnaise and lettuce. That's just the best way.
1: My favorite way to eat turkey is always at barbecue restaurants, like a slice. Oh yeah, that's good. Turkey Smoked turkey sandwich with a mountain of barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's good. RIP Oh, turkey with a hot link. That's the way to do it. Uh,
0: you put oh, a hot yeah, link on any barbecue good. sandwich. It makes it so much better. So yeah, much double better.
1: meat for sure.
0: Yeah, that's the way to go.
1: I will what say, about, I think about, if, I had to, if I had to pick a favorite Thanksgiving item, it would be the Hawaiian roll.
0: Oh yeah, the rolls. I don't even
1: bother. Don't, don't even bother heating it up. I just want the Hawaiian straight out of the package.
0: Rolls, any kind of fresh baked rolls, put a big thing of butter on it. That's the best part.
1: Doesn't aren't the chick chicken mini?
0: Do they do Hawaiian rolls?
1: I think I you go to Chick Fil A and get the chicken minis. It's on a Hawaiian bread, so give it a try, boys.
0: Tabby's family like will <laughs> so take a on- whole thing of Hawaiian rolls and cut them open and like make a big sandwich out of it, and then like glaze it with butter and put it in the oven. And it's so freaking good.
1: That sounds pretty great. While we're, on th- while we're on Thanksgiving, what about pies? You have a favorite pie or uh, any pie takes?
0: <laughs> I like pumpkin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. like a twelve-year-old, I guess. I like pumpkin. I like vanilla ice cream too. Co-
1: pumpkin pie doesn't do anything for me. Give me cobbler every time.
0: It's like a peach or an apple yeah. with, warmed up with a slice of vanilla ice, or a scoop of vanilla ice cream, for sure.
1: Absolutely, yeah, it's pretty good. Peach cobbler, it's very good. cobbler is much better. Yeah, cobbler with ice cream—that's uh, what's up. So, Joe, what about some candy or chocolate that you like?
0: uh i keep it simple stupid reese's peanut butter cups are the goat um i like all the variations and whatnot the reese's pcs but uh a reese's peanut butter cup is the goat you can't beat that um peanut butter and chocolate it's it's just the best combination ever
1: i i think that everyone's in agreement that it is the best like chocolate bar the problem is the value
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not you're not going to eat a lot. It's it's not like eating rice or noodles where you get a bunch of stuff.
1: So, is it worth like is a dollar fifty worth of Reese's as good as like a dollar fifty worth of Kit Kat or Twix?
0: Porque Nolos, all of that shit. Just get it all. I mean, we still got some Halloween candy left over for
1: sure. It's put, worth it. Two Reese's, like if you buy a regular size Reese's, you get two cups, get you a little sip of milk. That's that's a really, I mean, that's plenty. Put that's it in awesome. the fridge
0: first, you know. I, I like oh, to nibble around the old. edges, you know, like make little bites around the edges. Then you have just the middle circle. That makes it last a little longer.
1: The, the outer bite. part with the yeah. thick, like crunchier chocolate because it's, you know, thicker.
0: Yeah. It kind of gives you variation in your bites too, you know.
1: Yeah. Texture is great. All right. This is uh, going to be a long one for you. Um, how about a pop culture minute here?
0: I just just riff on pop culture? Oh, geez. Yeah, I've um, got
1: TV shows, movies, music, whatever.
0: Um, he's a
1: movie guy, just for everyone's knowledge. He's a, he's a movie buff. Seen seen them all. He's uh, big into the uh, – he's like an award show guy, right? Like you watch all of them and – yeah, like T-
0: Tabby and I every year uh, we'll watch like the Oscars and Golden Globes, and uh, we'll fill out like little brackets—not like brackets, but just you know who we think's going to win the Best Actor, or Best Actress, Supporting, then who uh, we would pick if it were us. And then it's usually we make it like a drinking game, uh, make it fun. So like if the person we pick to win wins, then the other person has to drink, and you know it makes it an event every year. And we we do our best to watch all the movies, at least all like the Best Picture nominees before the award shows. Yeah. I, I love movies. Uh, um, uh, ever since I was a kid, that's what I remember doing. Um, I mean, I played sports and stuff, but a lot of summer days were just on the couch watching movie channels, just movies after movies. So, uh, I do love me some movies. Probably I'm pretty basic. The big Lebowski is probably my favorite. Um, I love the dude. It's more than just a movie. It's a philosophy and lifestyle. Um, I TV shows I don't know I I like Community um, is my favorite Com- comedy show Breaking Bad I think it's the greatest piece of television ever done uh, from the Community thing Donald Glover I've just been a big fan of his for a long time I'm a big childish Gambino fan musically um, even back to Derek comedy I know that the people in this conversation know about Derek comedy and the principal pooped his pants. And all that stuff and. That is a throwback. We've been with him for the whole ride, you know. And uh, I was
1: not a Derek comedy guy. I've never been a YouTube guy, so I don't.
0: You don't remember that a, stuff though? I didn't know. The,
1: I never watched it. No, I don't know. You don't like <laughs> that? He likes to skateboard. <laughs> I did not. know... You guys say it all the time. I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Oh, oh man, gosh. go look it, it up been, right now. D-E-R-R-I-C-K D- comedy. There's a bunch of skits I, haven't, on there. I
1: haven't really done Submit that to Billy. It should have been one of my submissions. Did you submit uh, Jesse's Girl? <laughs> no, I did not. I did. I did. I didn't get any points for it. I got last <laughs> Okay, so so this is important. If you are a member of the league listening to this podcast, you can go on to YouTube and you can search for what is it called? Jesse's Girl. And I think it's on Joe Devall's YouTube channel. And just yep. enjoy what you find.
0: How about we do like a little game? If you're going to go and put me out there like that, let's just let's make it more interesting. Uh, so the first person to prove that they liked that video on YouTube, they're listening to this. They go to YouTube, they listen to it, they click on like, take a screenshot of that, and post it in the group. And they get what they get something. What do they get? I uh,
1: I don't have anything to give away. I'm poor yeah how about about joe's third round draft pick (laughs) 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 he'd probably be okay with that
0: i don't know we'll think of something we'll think of something get you i don't know an extra slice of pizza the next time we or the first time we ever meet up do a draft yeah there you go
1: there you go um I must say I since you're on your pop culture minute, I gotta drop in here. I've been watching Dexter.
0: Great show. I watched for four seasons. I've
1: heard heard from multiple people that the ending is awful. It is. I am just starting the last season now, but season four of Dexter was the best season of television I've ever watched in my life. John Lithgow is the cameo. If you don't know the premise of Dexter, he's a serial killer, but he's also works for Miami Police Department as like a blood spatter expert. John Lithgow is a serial killer in one, the of, Trinity the killer. And one of the seasons. it is one of the it's there's not any spoilers. It's all revealed really early, and that's the case. But okay. Season four was the best season of television I've ever watched. Is season it got 1 a little, a little slow. A uh 1 wasn't great, 2 and 3 were very good, 4 was perfect. Yeah. And right. then it starts to go off the rails. Season 7 was pretty good.
0: I concur, by the way, with season 4. It's as good as TV can get. And we don't talk enough about splitting shows into seasons cuz like they do go through evolutions and ebbs and flows like I mean just think I know, I know it's an anthology so it's different, but like True Detective season 1 is amazing television and they never got it back. Like season three was better than season two, but still they, they can't recapture that, that magic. And just like community, the first season three seasons, one, they never like, recaptured that magic again.
1: It's like game of Thrones, like the first four. Yeah. It gets, and then just progressively mm-hmm. downhill each time. I'm like going to disagree. Like the office. Go ahead. Go ahead. Disagree then. I'm going to disagree with Game of Thrones season two was bad. When they're in course and with all the magic people, that was not good. The Miranese, not, It's not right. I mean, it's not perfect, but one, one, three, four were very good though. The last season was not. It's like the that was first good. season of The Office, which was like a shot-for-shot remake of the British one, was like fine, but then. Seasons two through five, probably the best comedy, in my opinion. And then Michael leaves, and it's kind of okay. But then they find their footing again with the ensemble cast, and, you know, it comes and goes.
0: I, I like the post-Michael stuff more than the first time I watch it. I Every time I rewatch that show, I really appreciate post-Michael. I mean, you can't ever – I mean, Michael Scott might be the funniest character in television history. So, I mean, you can't really replace that. But there are some classic episodes that happen post-Michael. It's
1: also it's also not like the rest of the cast was terrible. I mean, you had Craig Robinson and uh, what's his name, Ed Helms, and, James I mean, Spader playing
0: really, Robert California. Yeah,
1: James Spader and Rain Wilson. I mean, all funny and Jim and Pam can suck it.
0: Yeah, uh, did, did does the do they know that our we we're not big Jim and Pam fans?
1: That they're crappy people. They're bad people. each other.
0: Yeah, Jim's a bully. They're Pam like cheats on Roy. They're pretty awful to everybody else. Kind of see them as a themselves as above the rest of the office.
1: We the office the whole, with that like, lens. The Pam like fails at stuff, but then anytime it's hard, she's like, and it's kind of like, yeah, actually. Yeah.
0: She, she starts out hating the office and hating Scranton and being like, oh, Jim deserves so much more. And then when Jim goes off and starts his own company in Philadelphia, she's all of a sudden, no, we can't leave Scranton. Like, okay.
1: Yeah, why?
0: Because she really likes Creed, Wes.
1: She also defrauds Dunder Mifflin into a fake job position making $51,000 a year to do literally nothing.
0: Yeah, and she uses that then to start like making deals with uh, Daryl. She gives him sick days and stuff because he catches her giving out computers she shouldn't be giving out.
1: Hey, if you're going to scheme against a uh, top company and get away with it, good for you.
0: That's a good point, Tyler. I don't
1: have a problem with that. That's a fair point. Yeah, a swine.
0: <laughs> way to bring us back. Exactly. anyways
1: we've, we've gotten way off the rails. I knew this was going to be like a two-hour episode. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we we need to get back on track here. Uh, how about some favorite teams and or athletes Joe?
0: Um I grew up a big Braves fan watching them on TBS, the Superstation. Uh, I remember the 95 World Series and so Dave Justice was always my guy. He hit the game-winning home run in Game 6 for the Braves to win one nothing over the Cleveland Indians. Tom Glavin got the win. Uh I, I also love the Rockies. People kind of make fun of me because I have two favorite baseball teams, but uh, my family goes to Colorado a lot every year, so I've been to a bunch of Rockies games. So big Rockies Braves fan in baseball. Basketball Thunder. Oh, um, football Broncos for show. Uh, get them tall Who's quarterbacks. Your
1: thunder player right now?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lukens Dort. Thunder. Lugins Dort, <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander, Darius Baisley, Al Horford.
1: Um, <laughs> we'll see.
0: There was a Ricky Rubio thought, in know, there at one great. point.
1: He is right no, now, but I'm guessing by the time people listen to this, Horford is probably not, right? <laughs> That's entirely possible, yes. Yeah?
0: What was the draft pick's <laughs> name? Pokemon? Pukuman? Pukuman. Uh,
1: Puk- 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 I don't know. He actually looks pretty cool. Not gonna seven
0: lie. feet two, 170 pounds.
1: Leave it to Tyler to like the seven foot European dude that can shoot.
0: Imagine him running into a Steven Adams screen. He would turn to dust.
1: Isn't he only 18? He's really young. He's either 18 or 19. Yeah. yeah. Just hit the weights for a couple was, years. will be fine. Just it do whatever great, Steven Adams did. Pick, I thought. He needs to get on that Billy Dyer uh, weight game plan. Shout out to the Swole Bros in the league. You uh, let's see. Did you get to your favorite NFL teams and athletes?
0: Uh, Broncos. Yeah, no. um, I mean, Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey. Not re- John Elway used to be, but eh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't be.
0: <laughs> not really anymore. Peyton Papa John's Manning, I don't know.
1: Speaking of uh, John Elway, here's a fun question, lighthearted for the pod. Can you uh, can you tell us what your thoughts are on the this demise of American democracy and uh, just <laughs> society in general? If you want to, go ahead. Twenty minutes, the floor is yours. I'll take it. I'll take it off the air.
0: Well, I, I think <laughs> I think back to our 14th president, Franklin Pierce, and then our 15th president, James see what Buchanan. I mean? And then you start to think about. At that point, uh, you you see that a country didn't really want to come together. And since then, you know Abraham Lincoln started the process of reconciling a nation, and it's just been a messy battle ever since. We really have to deal with the demons of our past and our um, uh, the gap from what it our country wanted to be versus what it was, and we're closing that gap. It all
1: started painful. in uh, 1876. We'll start there, and we'll work our way forward on a series of episodes of the cones. <laughs>
0: Uh, you can remember Millard Fillmore okay. is the 13th president because Millard Fillmore is an unlucky name. So there's your mnemonic device. Is that just, what
1: the, uh, just edit all of this now.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to send you <laughs> the Madi- clip, bro.
1: Madison before M- Madison, Madison's four, Monroe's five, because Madison comes before Monroe alphabetically.
0: There you go. Somebody listens.
1: Yeah. I, I got the mnemonic, you guys like, uh You guys like Nate Bargatze? Murgatts?
0: I don't know who that is. I know
1: Billy. I don't know. He's like this guy from Tennessee. He's really dry free, and hilarious. He has this whole bit where he talks about he's really dumb. So if he went back in time, he couldn't make a difference. Like no one would even know. And he has this whole bit, but then he's like, he's like, they, they'd want truth. Like you're from the future. Okay. Who's the next president? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. No, I should have just stayed where I was. I'd be all Uh, right. How about some, how about some previous fantasy experience, Joe?
0: Um, well, this whole thing started, uh, for me in high school baseball with that crew. I think it was Riley that had the idea, the genesis of starting a fantasy team or a fantasy group. And, uh, we've been in a league since 2006. Yeah. Um, over our Norman football fantasy league of fellows, fellowship, league. Um, I've won that. I've won that at least once, you know, one plus one or more times I've won that trophy and title. Uh, my name is on the side. Um, I drafted Adrian Peterson as a rookie. You know, I thought that was really a savvy move. Um, nobody else was really thinking about it at the time. Um,
1: uh, oh my God. I'm really triggered. Triggered. I just, uh, I'm Ninja Turtle triggered right now.
0: Wes yeah, is triggered kinda. because he used to draft with his mom and he thinks that because his mom wanted to pick Adrian Peterson that counts as him picking Adrian Peterson.
1: That is only fifty percent inaccurate. <laughs> I can't I can't dismiss all of that statement, mm-hmm. there's more to it, you know. <laughs> if there's
0: <laughs> if there's enough if there's a little bit of truth, there's too much.
1: That was well, one of the funniest what, moments of my what? life. We're we're sitting on Riley's port or Riley's living room floor having our draft. Wes is on the way to like Wyoming or something, and we call him to get his pick. And his mom goes, "Is somebody Anderson taken?" He marks it off. We all look. He's like, "Is his mom making his picks for?" Him? <laughs> okay. Well, she we was were holding drafting. like the she's I think we were driving to Spokane, Washington for like family summer vacation, and it was like a 36 hour drive. And they didn't want to stop. They were driving the whole way through, and so I had to take a turn driving at like midnight. My mom was in the passenger seat. I can't deny that she was helping me uh, with the, the draft sheet, so I don't know what to say.
0: This pod's been a you won success. That year, didn't you? That's a win. Who, that was the first year, wasn't it? Win
1: that year. No, that was, no, was like the third year, probably. maybe.
0: So uh, that was like air, maybe nine,
1: 2009, maybe. So Pre-World 18 World 18 War II. Yeah. Uh, all right, Joe, some of your favorite fantasy players.
0: Adrian Allday peterson for sure, would be in my Hall of Fame. I was also a big Ernest Graham fan back in the day. Um <laughs> Ernest Graham was my came my up. dog. Uh, Cam Newton uh, has been good for me over the years. Uh, Vince Young uh, won me a playoff game uh, with a 40 yard touchdown run to beat the Texans his rookie year. Um, I don't know. I won. Uh, I won Scarlet in our other league with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. He's pretty good. Um. I don't know, gosh, uh, t- uh, tight ends. I drafted Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski before they broke out, you know. I don't know. Big big you tight end fan.
1: The same year, and traded one of them to me for nobody, so that was nice.
0: I, seems like that's a pattern, me trading people for nobody.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I got a second if you want
1: to take it for you. How about uh, telling the story of the Monday night Eagles-Mike-Vick-Deshaun Ga- Jackson game?
0: Oh, Mike Vick's another fun. one that can go in my uh, hall of fame. Uh I had Mike Vick and Deshaun Jackson um on Monday night. And I, I don't know, I needed a decent amount of points, not a ton. Um
1: It was kind of like, a ton. Like it was a lot. It was like forty eight combined or something.
0: Uh it was it wasn't that much because it was over after one play. Like if, if you're It was
1: a- it was like thirty two.
0: I mean, Vic hits Deshaun Jackson for an 80-yard touchdown first play of the game, and I think I basically made it all up right there. And then, I mean, Vic went bonkers. I think
1: what happened was that that touchdown, I mean, for Deshaun Jackson alone, that would have been 17 points. And then whatever Vic got, I think it was like, okay, well, now it's tied, and there's 14 minutes and 50 seconds left in the first.
0: And if if you remember, Vic ended up throwing like four touchdowns that half, so.
1: Right. Well, what's funny, though, is that it was like some important game and so the guy you were facing we were like yeah, let's watch the game together so we like went out to a to a restaurant we were like going to we went to a sports <laughs> bar and we're going to watch it all together we had barely sat down and gotten our menus and it was like oh cool the game's on it, oh cool y- y'all want to leave or <laughs> what
0: <laughs> coach's bar and grill rip uh, we i remember thinking this might like last all game and this will be fun like down to the wire nate and i'll be watching our game will be close and it was over after one play um, but that place, uh, coaches, is also the place where we watched Sam Bradford win a Heisman. And now it's sure burned the to the SMBs? ground. God,
1: we have it was F- SMB up F- restaurants. That's true. Uh, all right, Joe, let's talk a little bit about your startup drafts. How'd it go? What was your strategy? How'd it end up?
0: Um, I mean, I didn't really have a strategy. Um, I. I kind of, I kind of liked that it seemed to be chaotic, and you just are kind of trying to um, make the most out of a bunch of variables moving at once, uh, ride the wave of chaos. Uh, it felt like maybe people were a little hesitant at first, and they were just trying to save their money, and all these good players were flying off the board. and I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to go well. and spend some of my money now. And you know, we sell well that worked out. I started tanking after three weeks. <laughs> But that's a lot of that's injuries, though. You know, Cortland Sutton and uh, not injuries, I guess. Jared Stidham getting beaten out by Cam Newton and Brian Hoyer. <laughs> that sucked, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold sucking kind of sucked. <laughs> but I got Kyler. Jeez. So that feels good. Kyler on a big four-year deal. That's a win for the yeah, draft in good. itself. Yeah.
1: He's only like the second-highest paid quarterback, too, so that's good. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's the number one quarterback in fantasy, so that's value.
1: <laughs> that is exactly his value, correct. It's not a good deal or a bad deal. It is the price.
0: How much did you pay for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire?
1: I think Tyler described it as the GDP of a small European nation.
2: So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pretty that's much. going well. Lichtenstein. you paid him a Liechtenstein. <laughs> It's going great. <laughs> uh, here's one I think you hey, can answer. Listen, listen. Oh, we okay. We do not evaluate based on results on this pod. Okay, so that's true. I say? 100%. That was good. You gotta just. That was a great job with with the information available at the time. Jared Stidham was supposed to be QB one. Clyde Edwards Sillier was supposed to be worth Pat Mahomes plus Derek Henry. So what can you do?
0: I blame myself for Sam Donald Uh, though. I knew that guy was gonna suck. I don't know what.
1: Does he suck though? I think they might be like quote unquote. He's injured. He sucks. He's
0: he's. I thought he sucked since USC, and everybody kept telling me how great he was, and I thought, well, man, maybe I'm missing something. You know, he does those like I'm rolling to my left. I'll throw to my right. Throws that are amazing every now and then. But like, who cares if you do that one time and then you know throw a pick four times a game? He sucks.
1: If I remember correctly, he had turnover problems in college, right? Like, yep, he turned it over and, and wouldn't let him out. Yep. Like, yeah, if you're turning a, it over that much in college, college, yeah, that's not a good sign.
0: Yeah, and he's at USC. It's not like Josh Allen at Wyoming, you know, where you like, well, I have no idea how to evaluate his skill position talent.
1: I think you can answer this question. Do you have any possible rivalries in the league?
0: Well. <laughs> You know, uh, Wes and I have a long history um, of a rivalry, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um,
1: it's similar to the OU versus OSU rivalry, really. I mean, it's called a rivalry.
0: So you went 3-1 and one to start the year in NFFL. Who was who the one?
2: <laughs> who's, who's got
0: the most recent championship? See, I don't live pre-World War Two, So that's, you know... To me it's more like texas o o u like Wes is Texas he's got more wins or whatever because he won a bunch, you know back when nobody cared, and you know we had pubes on our chin, but now that we're grown men, uh I am uh winning the rivalry.
1: I really didn't think that's where you're going with that.
0: would you think you're I was gonna
1: go with you, oh
0: <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's everybody's. Anybody who's gotten a trade offer from that bitch, Joshua Simeon, that's his rifle. I mean,
1: uh, has he got AJ Green off I'll his hands yet? It. By the way, no, he did not move AJ Green.
0: Wow, that's shocking.
1: He did make more trades than Drew this year. I looked it up. Drew made zero trades.
0: Was he the only it's one?
1: Quite phenomenal in a league that's trade based. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a list and say Drew's going to struggle if he's not going to make any trade. <laughs> don't tell him that, though.
0: Wasn't he in first place like a week ago, two weeks ago?
1: He was, yeah. I don't understand the the standings and their ties. Well, the problem is when you have four teams actively tanking, the other ten are going to like be bunched towards the top. And that's what's happening it's just an absolute cluster. Once, Hopefully, there's not going to be any weeks there'll be a little separation. <laughs> it just gives everybody like four automatic wins. So if you can string together two or three more, then boom, you're in the running.
0: Can I just yeah, say that run this run is going to be a unique year? With. This is going to be a unique year for tanking. There's not going to be, you know, Fields and Lawrence coming out every year. There's not going to be... That's a point. Like, why am I going to tank for you know, the equivalent of Chuba Hubbard next year or whatever.
1: Spencer Rattler. Boom. Here it he comes. We'll finish off the interview portion with a, wants you to give us a drink of portion? choice, alcoholic or otherwise. I'm guessing you're very excited about this one.
0: I ah, kind of, I don't, I mean, right now I'm drinking <laughs> vodka tonics cause my tum tum hurts. Um, and the dark liquors give me the belly aches. <laughs> but uh uh I you know
1: water. We found out since we're men with some hair on our chests. I'm drinking my tom Tom drinking vodka tonic.
0: I am thirty two years old now as we've as we have established. <laughs> I love fast food as we have established. I don't have the greatest stomach system going on. So uh if I'm drinking I'm drinking some clear alcohol right now. Back in the day I you know i I'd i probably drink anything back in the day. It was a bit of a garbage disposal. But uh I, I love what, you know,
1: wh- what is what's Ron Swanson say? The clear liquors are for rich women on diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: It's not inaccurate. But yeah. You know, I, I uh back in the day I used to do uh Hawaiian punch and everclear. You just mix that bad boy up. You know, whatever color the Hawaiian <laughs> punch is, you just call it that drink, you know, green drink.
1: Blue now, drink. Now you're just uh, you're just pandering to the Arkansas listeners.
0: Uh, to do that, <laughs> I would bring up Evan Green. I've had a few bad nights on oh. Evan Green in Arkansas, which for some reason they love up there, and it's just disgusting.
1: I was gonna say you your drink of choice red. is Four Loko.
0: <laughs> that was for a period of time. We uh, It was the well, drink of choice for a few of us. and I. They
1: switched out the formulas. It was too good of a deal. You couldn't not buy them. The Barry Switzer liquor store was selling like, what was it, 24 packs? Yeah, it was 24 packs for like 10 bucks.
0: Do you still like, have the original I goods? I do you still have the original stuff? They, they're
1: they in my parents' garage somewhere.
0: I wonder if that's worth anything.
1: They're probably not anymore. If I still have them, I bet they would be. Because they were like, we we bought what, like four of those.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've never had cocaine in my life, but I think I might have because they might have <laughs> snuck it into Four loco the original stuff. Whatever <laughs> they put lot. in the original one was crazy. I legit thought I almost died at the 2010 Big 12 Championship game.
1: Well, they switched them because it was killing sorority girls. So, and almost no, it almost, it almost that, got this one. Is that what? Is that what uh, you guys? drank the night that uh, Billy was in the bathtub and we were hosing him down with the shower wand. Uh, you know, I, Billy that was a different substance. In. He thought it was lame. Yeah, that was... I feel like I me and Kale what... went... Like, me and Kale went to Seven Eleven, which is like, what, a mile and a half from Joe's house, and we came back. Billy was fine when we left. Came back and he's in the bathtub and can't speak English. And you're just hosing him down mm-hmm. in his clothes. That was a night. Yeah, he was yeah, in his draws. We were gone <coughs> for like seven minutes.
0: Yeah, he the the oh, yeah. whole he thought he thought it was laced. So you know it might have been. I don't know. I don't have all the facts, but uh, it seemed to affect him differently. I'll tell you that we he was in a bathtub, being like I remember. Uh, was it Wes? Was just like sitting on the edge of the tub, holding like a you know, a handheld faucet and just spraying it in his face. <laughs> but you know, that's what we do for each other. I know Billy's seen me in some compromising <laughs> positions. Pretty sure he's found me like naked in the bathroom before, so I can't say too much.
1: Yeah, you did that in Arkansas. The UK state game played that morning. Billy got mad at me because I was laughing at you. Cause you- <laughs> We're like passed out drunk.
0: Those were two different times. <laughs> well <laughs> they're two different stories. Fun
1: fact, and fat, Joe gets fully naked to use the restroom.
0: Sometimes. Well if I get drunk, I'll wake up like uh my wife always calls it Winnie the Pooh, like pooing it. Uh I'll wake up with just like a t shirt <laughs> on and no pants or underwear. Oh, no
1: pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean like uh Honey Smacks. Tony the Tiger. Naked with a kerchief? (laughs) Oh, man. Casey will appreciate the new girl quote there. Or Frank. Frank's the new girl guy, right? Uh, So that does it for there. I got some trades to go over for the trade deadline episode here.
0: Oh, yeah. Trade episode.
1: Just do the interesting ones. Yeah, I'll, I'll go over the interesting ones. Let's see. Joe got rid of DJ Moore's contract. Yeah, he did. And got Jerry Judy's contract, which is a pretty good one. And so Frank got DJ Moore in a first. And Joe got Jerry Judy. So that was pretty, it's a pretty good g- deal
0: for Joe. I thought Joe, that was just a good deal all around.
1: It was. Uh, Joe probably gets a slight upgrade in receiver. Eh, about the same receiver, but a better contract. Frank gets a first. That's pretty good.
0: He could afford to pay DJ Moore and you know, I gave yeah. him a first to take the hit on the contract. Felt like that's pretty fair. One of the reasons this league is awesome, because we can do things like that.
1: Billy and I made a trade. Uh I got Adam Thielen and a couple seconds. And Billy got Mark Andrews and a third. Don't have any you didn't on like mind. this one, right? Like you, you regretted this? Not a regent. Not originally. As I looked at it more, I kinda liked it a little bit more. I've used a couple of those seconds. I Actually used one of those seconds to go somewhere else too, so that was good.
0: How does the so conversation go on I, those seconds yeah. and thirds? Like, like how do you how-
1: So what happened is I I sent the deal to Billy before I it was the week I played a U, I think. And I checked my roster, I sent that deal, and I didn't check it again because I was playing you Ewan as a bye week, so I didn't need to check anything. I knew I was going to win. And then Billy texted me on, like, Wednesday morning and was, like, further discussing the trade because we've gone a couple scenarios for Thielen and Andrews because I needed a wide receiver upgrade. And I was like, I don't know, I'm really starting to love Andrews. He got a bunch of kids, he got a bunch of targets in that Pittsburgh, or the. Patriots game and like the monsoon he had like 10 targets in that game. I was like, you know, I'm kind of like an Andrews a little bit more. And he's like, well, do you want to throw in this? Do you want to do this? And I was like, no, I think I just kind of want to stand. And then I look up and it says, you. you he said something like you talked me into it. And I was like, I talked you into what? I was talking you out of everything. And then I look at it says trade executed. And I was like, oh crap. I forgot to delete that trade. while it was going on. So. That's what happens because it was just sitting there for a week and a half.
0: I just don't, but it's not that bad. You know, just I, when we get into like the seconds and thirds and throwing those in, like you have to, you know, that's a conversation like ongoing. Like, I don't think who else, no one's just throws out an offer with here's a add in a third and a couple of seconds here, sprinkle those in. Like, that's what I, do. I just throw them in.
1: That's what I do, I just throw them in.
0: Just willy nilly. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh,
1: and that actually, there's only one other like significant trade, and it was Billy and myself again. And this one, Billy gets Matt Stafford, who is this year and next year, and Chase Edmonds with for this year and next year. And I got Joseki to replace Andrews. And a first and third this year and a second and third next year. So basically I like got, like, uh, whoever the first round pick end of that, but I mean, I guess he got Stafford. So yeah, he has a quarterback for next year. I That only leaves me with one quarterback next year. So Billy's going to end up so with Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Mazie Stafford and Drew Locke will be his quarterbacks right.
0: if he loses yep. this week, or Justin Fields.
1: I mean, yeah,
0: sure. The quarterback market
1: went from is, like is, Billy's been kind of like he went from acquiring picks to spending them real quick. That was like yeah, he, he's doing a thunder turnaround, blink of an eye. Yeah,
0: I mean, you can do a turnaround real but quick. Then
1: he'll have yeah, you can. You have to trade, Drew, but you can <laughs> you can do it.
0: I mean, I'm tanking, but I plan on making a run next year trying to, you know, as long as my team stays healthy and my quarterbacks don't lose jobs to, you know, Brian Hoyer. But, I mean, it it can be done. And, you know, sitting on those picks forever, I don't know what it does. I kind of like what Billy did with that. He He gobbled up assets, and then he didn't just let them sit there and turn into – Picks and pokes. He so turned them into real guys that'll help his team.
1: I think picks only have it. more value in a trade than they do as an actual pick. Well, it's just that unless unless you know window are so wrong and there's somebody good. Like this isn't dynasty fantasy. It's not like your window is. Oh, I've got some nice young talent. and I'm good for five years. Like your window is year to year. So. If you are acquiring picks in a tank, but they're spread over three years, it doesn't really help
0: you. Right. Correct. Yep. So I see what you're doing, Billy, and I like it. Although, I don't know. I don't know about Matthew Stafford and all those picks. The quarterback market is screwed since Jump Street with the Roethlisberger deal. Yeah. Right. So. I think, I think
1: well, you're going you're you're to get a reasonable,
0: reasonable too. Yeah. What was that? No,
1: I don't I don't know I don't know, man. Like the only quarterbacks who are coming up are like Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, like Herbert's gonna get paid. So
0: Yeah, that's a franchise tag coming, right?
1: I don't know. And if he tags them, what do we say? That was like thirty three million, which would make him <laughs> thirty seven seconds I don't know. paid. 'Cause but so then you've got Jackson Big the the Market. market so then you've got no supply and pretty untapped unlimited demand in the free agent auction. I mean, good luck. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the three or four that are going to be starters that we know of are going to make a lot of money. They're going to make 30. Whoever, whoever the, what bear starter ends up being is going to make, easily 30 million a year right even though there's a bear starter you got to have that quarterback that's just going to make all those quarterbacks out there that are earning like five to 15 they're going to be super valuable and i think staff right one of those so if that's billy's if he's one of his two starters and he's got a cheap rookie then yeah stafford's going to make like 13 next year yeah and Walker's yeah, really cheap. Walk is making like seven or eight, I think. Yeah, he he a quarterback. quarterback. Well that's also <laughs> he's gonna be an expensive backup. <laughs> is there a, is there a taller tall quarterback coming out this year? Does he have any competition?
0: I mean Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. It looks Pretty like
1: tall. it looks like Jameis Winston might be looking for a team. That's true. He'd be really cool. cool to put in Denver. The North Dakota State guy. Is he tall? Lance something? I said Nance. Uh, uh, Trey, Trey Lance.
0: A Is that guy's name? Trey Lance,
1: there you go. If he's over six foot three, he could be the Broncos starter next year. 6'4",
0: 227", according look, to Google.
1: Six five. There you go. Sounds like a Denver Bronco already
0: born in the it, year 2000,
1: it's, it's gonna, if that makes you feel It's going to be Nick Foles, without a doubt, 100% Nick Foles to Denver. <laughs> that He's pretty tall. That's perfect. That is just the most John Elway thing I can imagine. <sighs> I, Joe knows it's true. <laughs> he knows it's true.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, he thought Joe Flacco was the answer, like, last year, so... <laughs> <laughs> Man, no
1: faith. Um, uh, that's, a, that's a young, talented offense, and they have no hope at acquiring a franchise quarterback. I mean, what's the plan?
0: I sent an offer you that included. Court- you
1: got for Fields or Lawrence, right? He's got to go get Winston.
0: Who does? I don't John- know. Like San Bernardino. John Elway. No,
1: oh, it's the opposite of. L.A.
0: would never I mean I don't know. We're pretty well screwed. We got to stay with Locke uh, f- and all the analytics say he's terrible. So um I don't know. That that I I was I sent a trade that included Cortland Sutton and I put like in the message part, uh man, he's going to be he has a chance to be a top 10 receiver in that offense next year. And like I, dang, I don't even know if that's I don't even know if I believe that anymore. You know, like <laughs> that was the case. It felt like that before this year started, but I don't know if it was just Sutton getting hurt or Locke not playing as well as he did in stretches last year, but it just it doesn't feel as exciting for that offense as it should be with freaking Sutton, Judy, and Hamler, and Lindsey, and Gordon, and Fant, and Albert O. I-
1: They've got so much talent, and they are just stuck in the 80s of that god-awful scheme.
0: Yeah, Vic Fangio is not exactly the wave of the future. So, <laughs> at least we don't play music. This
1: Broncos report has been brought to you by. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about uh, a playoff outlook? Anybody interested in a playoff outlook? Sure. Not me. Mine's not great.
0: Not Billy. Probably not He's Connor. Currently
1: got. Yeah, you can, you can eliminate Billy Joe are mathematically eliminated.
0: River Ants. I believe
1: Chase is mathematically eliminated. Robbie is mathematically eliminated. Caleb is mathematically eliminated. Cause I bet, I think the best they could do is like seven and six and there's already a bunch of seven win teams. Um, Connor has to win out to have a shot and he plays me this week. And has a couple of winnable games the next two. So theoretically he could. But he has to win this week to have any sort of shot. And he'll probably need other help too. Uh, your next lowest on the totem poles are Tom and Frank. They're both at six and four. Frank, who's also in good shape and points, he basically has three bye weeks left. He plays Robbie, Joe, and Caleb. So I would like his chances to get to nine and four. I would think nine and four is in. Don't know that for sure.
0: That'd be crazy. If nine uh, and
1: four Drew is seven and three, but he plays West this week outside of West. He's got a couple of easy games left. Uh, Casey seven and three. He's got two tough ones left. Giuseppe's got three tough ones left. He's also seven and three, but he plays Riley, me, and Tom, who are all seven, win- six or seven win teams. Casey's pretty much a lock, though, because he's got, he's got the, he's point good on point. Yeah. 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 Uh, Riley and myself kind of have, have, well, Riley gets Billy, so there's a win. He's at eight. And then he plays Giuseppe and Wes. So if he can win one of those two, I would say 9-4 and earn – was it? Yeah, 9-3 and 1 gets in. That ties is going to be valuable. Yeah. yeah. I've got Connor, Giuseppe, and Chase. So if I can beat Connor this week and Chase, that gets me to 9-3 and 1, even if I lose to Josh is still so clustered, you can't really make any decisions. I think Frank and Casey are both safe, though. And it's weird to say that Frank is since he's a game and a halfback, even, of everybody. But he can't lose these three games. I don't think it's possible. What? I guess if, uh, if Philly ends up losing to Joe, Joe could play spoiler and try to beat Frank something like that I don't know why he'd want to it didn't really gain him anything or lose him
0: anything I mean high scorer gets money so if, I, if I've ever locked, high score. if I've ever get locked in in a spot I've decided I'm going to put in a full lineup because why not you know, go for the top score. scorer be
1: fun yeah that's true saboteur
0: but I'd have to be locked nah, in I'm and right now not.
1: To
0: how much money do you get if you make but the yeah, playoffs it's like 10 bucks
1: 25 if you make the playoffs
0: it's not not bad but you know i would vote for upping that in the future not this year
1: well we would we need more we need more in the pot to do that pretty much it sounds like an I report port for that out there so it it's 20 for making the playoffs not 25 sorry
0: I think that's good for uh, this year, but in I mean, future years we should increase it and maybe increase dues. I I would be in favor as one member of the caucus.
1: I would say that, in my opinion, it would be better to lower the champions prize so that like weekly high score and playoffs can get a little higher payout because that stuff's you know large sample versus you know. Random variance. Yeah. Three weeks in the playoffs.
0: So, but we all know it doesn't matter what this we think because Tyler have. will just do whatever he wants.
1: Yeah, he's pretty much just a communist dictator, anti-market. Yep. You know,
0: Tyler the Tyrant. You know, there's already a Joseph Stalin. <laughs> nice. I am the Walrus.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, and that's that's something we need to look into. Another. Like like I said, we're always gonna be, have new payouts, new systems like that. I was last night. I was trying to work oh. on math on like a Halloween system. Here's one. I okay think because last last pod I I mentioned the uh, the awards, and so I think it would be very cool if the manager of the year got like ten or twenty bucks or some percentage. That would be a cool. one.
0: Reminds <laughs> me of the yeah, Office episode where they vote on who wins wins the Halloween. Costume contests and they get a, you know, fifty thousand dollar coupon yeah. book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could uh, you could make the uh, one of the awards we do in the other league. I don't think we don't have to do this, but if we do, it'd be funny if you made the putts of the year like pay the manager of the year $10, 20 bucks or whatever it is. So instead of coming out of the pool, Ooh. the putts has to pay the M O Y. Don't be a putts. There you go. Don't, don't make maybe putz. maybe make Drew Deuce. Drew can be the putz of the year until he makes a trade.
0: How come we don't do a Pro Bowl it's in automatic. this league? We should do a Pro Bowl.
1: Because there's no division. We don't have to. Well, I mean, We're we can make division?
0: them just for the Pro Bowl.
1: Arkansas okay, versus the World.
0: Yeah, Arkansas versus the World.
1: Do we have enough? Are there seven Arkansas? Let's see. Robbie, Tom, Frank, Billy... Casey Giuseppe. That's six Arkansas. Almost.
0: You could put Drew in that division and call it the SEC.
1: Yeah, they, well, but why does Drew get to go instead of Riley?
0: Uh, Florida State's Riley ACC.
1: And we want our team?
0: The Panhandle of Florida's uh, Florida State territory, and that's uh, ACC.
1: Okay, there you go. <laughs> Riley will tell you that he is. Far from ACC territory. He has to put up with their crap all the
0: time. I lived in Arkansas. Anyway, and there's lots I know of fun stuff like. we can do. For sure. There's
1: lots of fun stuff we can do.
0: By the way, I just want to say real quick, I'm looking in my notes I had for the podcast and under any possible rivalries I had written, uh, Wes is a dirty grifter who will take advantage of you the second he discovers your weakness, but he's the best guy I know and I trust him with my life.
1: That is accurate. Were those were those notes taken before that bitch Giuseppe was that bitch?
0: <laughs> Correct. That was taken back this these notes were taken back when I was thirty one. So
1: <laughs> Do we know, uh does, does Giuseppe know about this or is this all gonna come as a surprise to him?
0: I, I don't know. He, I don't think he liked my meme. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, he's made appearances on the group chat before, so I'm sure that he has like heard some slander, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's paid attention to it or who was saying it. He may be surprised. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if he listens to the pod. So, well, that is just egregious.
0: Josh Carroll Baskin Yuseppi
1: Okay, how about this? <laughs> If you if you listen to the pod and
0: made it this far, you get another piece of pizza. In
1: the group, in the group chat, (laughs) comment your favorite Thanksgiving dish and your least favorite, and you will get five fun (sighs) dollars. So, like a Stanley nickel. There conversion chart. Check in the back. I don't have anything else. That's all I got for this week. So I'm uh, I'm willing to talk about anything you want to talk about. You guys uh, want to run through Bedlam real quick? These Arkansas bros can, can uh, suck it.
0: Yeah, I mean we're an hour and ten into this thing. If you're this far into it, you're probably going to listen some more, right? Why not? Just more content. <laughs>
1: yeah, we've gone we've gone like an hour to an hour and twenty. So we've got ten minutes of Bedlam. Go. Yo, what are OU's keys to the game?
0: Um, Don't let Chuba Hubbard score. Don't let Tylen Wallace score that much. I mean, just a little bit. I mean, score a little, not too much. Um, run the dang ball with Raymond Dre Stevenson, and uh, you'll be all right.
1: Got a pass protect. Because so Rattler's really good.
0: Uh, Rattler's got the best arm talent I've seen. <laughs> You know, him and Kyler are both really good, and I mean Mahomes obviously, but he's in that like echelon of arm talent, just pure arm talent.
1: Just don't turn the ball over, Spence. Yeah, I, I think if, I think if OU at worst case ties the turnover battle, that they win. Right, our defensive line like, should give them big problems with both running the ball and pressuring their turnover-prone quarterback. But he can also run. And our back half sucks
0: balls, so. I don't know what about OU's history defending dual threat quarterbacks and big play skill position players makes you think that this is going to be anything other than OSU being scary for a while. Now, OU may, you know, it's happened a lot. OU wins this game like 99% of the time. So, I mean, we're probably being too pessimistic here, but. You know, OSU scares OU for about three quarters a lot of the time, and it's just going to be whether or not OU pulls away in the fourth, or it's going to be scary all the way through the fourth. I mean, I don't anybody who thinks this is going to be easy from the kickoff is, I mean, sounds great, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, everybody who's talking about a ten point win or whatever that that might be a backdoor ten point win, but right. it's not going to feel comfortably two possessions all game long. I mean, because OU's offense just hasn't hasn't had a good game against a good team yet.
0: And you know, if they go up twenty-one nothing, are you are you going to feel good? I mean, weren't they up by <laughs> twenty-one against Iowa State? Weren't they up by or uh, Kansas State, and they are up by you know seventeen or whatever They're against up Iowa State? Right. Yeah, I think it's so, twenty-four and
1: K State seventeen Iowa State.
0: It would have to be like halfway through the third, and OU had a four-score lead, and then I would be like, oh, okay, here we go.
1: If the offensive line can, I hate to say it, but if they can, if they're getting like five plus yards per carry,
0: I don't see how they have a problem. If ips and butts were candies and nuts, then something, something.
1: Every day would be earned to fest. I mean, OU is a significantly more talented team. That's the best argument I've heard, and it was from Blake, and he said, recruiting matters. And that's true. Like They have Tylan Wallace and Juba Hubbard, but pretty much everywhere else, OU should be far superior, especially when you get late in the game and you're doing sub-packages.
0: Yeah, I mean, their offensive line has more trouble than OU's.
1: Yeah. If, would you rather have Hubbard and Brown with OSU's offensive line or Stevenson with OU's offensive line? You'd rather have OU, Stevenson, Stevenson with OU's offensive line.
0: Yeah, Stevenson for sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I'm not convinced you wouldn't rather have Stevenson anyways.
0: That That's is a dude. What's your Raymondre-Stevenson comparison?
1: Brandon Jacobs. He's faster than Brandon Jacobs, right? Maybe. He's a little taller. You want to know what my comparison is? It's Derek Hen- P. Run.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I, th- I was going to say <laughs> Derek Henry's my comparison. Not like he's not Derek Henry, but that is how he runs. He's a that's huge even, upright even, runner. I mean, Ramondre's not. He's not that Marshall fast. Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. You think he's that? He's got
1: that kind of lateral ability. Yeah. I mean, he's. It's not like juking people as much as it is like kind of pushing them off with a stiff arm. But yeah, I like I like Samaje. He's got like it's very he's north bigger, He's bigger doesn't than Samaje. Yeah, he's he, probably his stride. He, he he doesn't. I don't
0: know. He looks like a Samage tight end. Took
1: a little bitty stride. Well, Stevenson's got big. He's a big strider.
0: Most running backs look like they should be him. linebackers and Stevenson looks like he should be like a defensive end or something, you know? Like
1: He's thick in the middle.
0: Yeah, that that is a big, big running back, and for him to move the way he does is he's rare.
1: He's listed at like two forty five. Over. <laughs> I think the over, yeah. Yeah, he's listed at 6'2", 245, I think. He's gonna be really fun. To, for opposing defenses when If he comes back But it's like Ramondre Stevenson Ramondre Stevenson Kamar Wheaton, good luck
0: uh, Kamar Wheaton would be the small back And he's like 6'2, 200 awesome. Recruiting matters or, or
1: if Seth McGowan learns how to like Take all that caffeinated energy And use it to uh, Productive fashion
0: I mean he moves his feet a lot doesn't necessarily take them forward but they're moving exactly but we okay, all think well, we all think oh gonna win right i mean i, I know i predicted o, osu wins but i don't know i think OU wins but right i'm
1: not like we're not we're not like we're not score prediction type people like here's yeah. one outcome like we, we exist on a distribution curve and i it's got to be what like the median outcome is probably a touchdown or so, and 60-40 is a one-point win, et cetera.
0: Maybe yeah, 70-30. I think the, the 7 to 10 range is right for the line. And OU wins this game 70% yeah. of the time, 65.
1: Well, I was asked a, two weeks ago to the day what I thought the line would be, and the first thing that came to my head was 12 and a half. So that's my guess is twelve and a half. That's assuming everybody's healthy. I don't know about that. I've heard rumors of people missing for COVID and whatnot. So I be think underrated the strength case. of having Mike Gundy's your coach. I'm guessing not real strict on the uh, COVID stuff, so they probably <laughs> probably not the best contact tracing over there. You know what I mean? Since it's, it's a fake Chinese hoax. I just read a tweet that said, because of COVID concerns at Oklahoma, there were discussions as late as Thursday with Big 12 about postponing OSU and OU and having OSU play Baylor today. So that's not good. Interesting.
0: Yeah, good luck with this whole thing after Thanksgiving.
1: I don't The idea that they're going to squeeze in a bowl season. like, <laughs> Come on. After Thanksgiving, when everything exponentially explodes,
0: the entire country is nothing but gatherings of ten plus all sharing food and eating inside.
1: Out of people from out of state mingling and then returning to their communities. Yeah.
0: And maybe, maybe.
1: okay, well, that's <laughs> the uh, that's the cheer up <laughs> section of the Cone's podcast.
0: What's uh? That's what's your favorite? Tip, everybody. What? What's your favorite little big league quote?
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, my course you might to have long been familiar with the exactitude of the mathematical world. And Mac, the horse's name is Friday. That's probably my favorite. I just want you to know I had nothing to do with this.
0: <laughs> I use that one a lot in my
1: life. M- Yeah, that's either that one or I was just watching. This is the one I used to Oh, took her
0: cane. I don't know. Eight sounds good Trying
1: to, to me. It's a <laughs> the scientific fact that a pig becomes a hog at 180 pounds. What's that
0: make What's your that wife? make
1: your wife? <laughs> <laughs> but I like Chinese food.
0: Lonnie, <laughs> this is incredible oh money maker. I know, but
1: I like Chinese food. We got to
0: end this pod. i well, I, I, I thought we were about to, but I didn't want it to be on like the COVID, you know, doom and gloom stuff. So Little Big League is a nice... For this for this group, it's fitting. It's a fitting bounce up at the end.
1: That's true. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take the reins here. We uh, Thanks to our special guest and the technical director this week, Joe Devall. Thanks for coming on. Great to get to know you. hope everyone enjoyed our anecdotes. So Tyler
0: sound, work, so. This is why we don't have <laughs> any friends.
1: <laughs> yeah. To our four listeners, we are appreciative of you. <laughs> <Give> <laughs> our I,
0: I love this league. Go safe. Cones.
1: Everybody have a safe and uh, distant Thanksgiving, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Make, make sure we edit in some Runaround two here at the end. That'd be a perfect ending. uh That'd be sweet.